back to another episode of the Unique podcast. I'm so happy to have you back in here with me. And this episode is going to be extra special just because of you because you have helped me out in launching this podcast and this is the final episode in a podcast launch series. So of course I have something extra little special for you and just for you. So hang on tight because I'm going to tell you what it is, but you got to wait. You got to wait about for 10 to 15 minutes till I get done talking about what I have to talk about today. <laughs> so, let me just begin with talking about intentional living because I briefly introduced it in the introduction episode and it's necessary that I describe it to you more and what it exactly means to live intentionally. Intentional living is this idea that we start paying attention to the moments and we acknowledge how every moment is adding up to our lives. when we really think about it moment um we're building up our life and what that means is that every day is what life is so life is not a destination but life is a journey i know this sounds like a cliche but if you actually think about it it's not a cliche it's just a fact because every day you're living you are living life like every day that you're spending is a part of your life now it's just it's just a matter of how are you spending that day and is it contributing towards something is it contributing towards our life are we actually living it or are we just spending days and getting by with our days so intentional living guides us to have a purpose or attach a purpose to every day that we're living and making sure that all of our actions are contributing to the purpose of the day and all of our days are contributing to the purpose of our lives Now I never I didn't always think of it thus this way and I wasn't the best at looking at life at this way I have led my life so far I'm not going to say that I've always been intentional about how I led it and how this realization hit me or when I started realizing that my days are just going by was when I used to be at university and I would be studying for my tests or my exams or I would just be doing the tasks, going to the next class, going to the next class, just walking from class to class, doing the assignments, spending the time with my friends. I honestly can't remember what I would be doing, and I would be going on with my tasks. I would have a list. I was very organized always, and I would have like a list of to-do things or things that I had to do for the day. I wouldn't get to all of them in the day, but I would say about sixty percent of the tasks would be done by the end of the day. So I would be doing all the tasks that I needed to do. I would be prioritizing. but this one day i got a call from my mom and you know how our parents are they're always asking questions always wanting to know about like hundreds of different things so my mom called up and out of her genuine voice out of her genuine curiosity out of her love back then i used to be annoyed by her calls by the way i now acknowledge it was out of but she called and i got annoyed because i'm in the middle of my work I'm like Can you just call me later on? I have to do this thing, and I only have this much time to get done with this work. She's like, "No, but I just have to ask you a few things." And I'm like, "Okay, shoot." So she asks me, "Um, what did you do today? How was your day? What did you learn today? How's your day going?" So three questions all together. I'm like, "Slow down. That's a lot to think about." She asks me, "What did I do today?" And I said, "Same thing I do every day. I have been doing my work. I've been." doing my assignments I've been going to classes what else do you want from me she's like no but then what did you learn today and I'm like I learned 
I don't know what I learned, but I said like I learned, I don't know, some math equation. I just said some random things and then I just wanted to cut the call because I was in the middle of an important task. So I told her that I'm gonna go and I put the phone down. Now this is where I started to think about why did I not have an answer to her question? So this led me into a loop of thinking about how our days are spent like a machine. We're not machines, we're human beings. So this one statement just hit me hard. Like, I don't know where it came from, but my brain just directly started realizing that I've been getting to one task after the other task after the other task. And it's been meaningless so far because all those tasks, I was not able to draw any kind of learning towards them. And the difference between machines, robots, or something that's told what to do and it does the task is that versus us is that they just do what they're told to do they get to the next task once that's done they get to the next task once that's done they get to the next task you get my point right but we human beings we have gotten accustomed to doing the same thing we do the task we do the task we do the task and that's it we don't attach any kinds of feelings any kind of learnings any kind of meaning to the tasks we're doing and we don't even stop for a second to think about how is it making us feel? What is it making us feel? What is the learning that we're drawing out of it? And what is the meaning or the purpose of the task we're doing? I'm not saying that all of us lead our days that way, but then that's how most of our days are led. We start out, for, start out our mornings out of our bed and we get into the hustle bustle of the day right into it. Getting back to the story, I realized that my mom wasn't wrong or what she asked me had hit me on a much deeper level than it should have. But it did help me to understand that my days weren't adding up towards anything. They were just passing by. It was just living the life, not even living the life, but just like getting through the life. It wasn't living the moment. It was getting down with the moment, getting down with the days. And honestly, it felt like someone had hit the repeat button on my life and I was living the day on repeat, on repeat, on repeat, and just living the same day again and again. So I started thinking about what could be the best possible solution. And one way I saw was maybe if I had a way to reflect upon my day or to look on what is it that I did during the day. So that I, first of all, I can answer my mom <laughs> because she always asks this question. And second would be to know what is it that I actually learned in my day? What what was the learning? What was the outcome of it? What was the purpose of the day? And was I able to serve my purpose? This was one starting point where I started journaling my feelings, where I started journaling how my day was going. And it helped me a lot to understand my emotions, my feelings, because we humans tend to have patterns. We tend to have likes, dislikes, but we just don't see them because we never stop to think about them. We never stop to put them down on a paper. And then just imagine you have 15 days of collection or a month of collection of your feelings, your learnings, your intentions. And then once you look back at them, you start to see pattern within them. We start to see this is what I liked doing. This is what made me happy during the day. This is what I did not like during the day. And that's how we start seeing what we value, what we don't value. And that's how we start shaping up our beliefs. That's That can be one of the really good ways to start. Like it can be a great starting point to figuring out our likes and dislikes, 
what are we spending our days doing? Because we have the same 24 hours as anyone else who we see as passionate or successful or anything does. So today, like I said before, this is a special episode and I really want to thank you for all the work you've done for me, which is giving this podcast so much love and giving yourself the love, giving yourself the love to take out the time for yourself and listen to this podcast to contribute towards your own growth. So I want to give you something which is a preview of the book I'm going to be launching soon, but this is sort of a journal, a workbook for 21 days. The reason why it's for 21 days is that usually it takes us 21 days to build a habit. And if we don't like it after 21 days, we drop it because if you're not liking it after 21 days, then we're never going to like it. But it's a journal for 21 days just to see how it sits with you, just to see if it is something that you're willing to develop your habit towards. Now, this journal is going to be a three-minute journal, so literally three minutes a day, one minute in the morning and two minutes at night. Your morning, you're going to start out by setting a daily intention. This journal, I'm not going to get into too much detail because when you're going to see it on paper, you're going to see exactly what it is, and I hope you're going to like it. So it's going to help you. It's going to give you a place to set a purpose for the day or to set exactly what you're going to be doing. It's going to give you a place to prioritize your tasks and what is going to matter in the day. And it's going to give you a place to, at the end of the day, at night, it's going to give you a place to kind of conclude your day, to kind of write down what the learnings were what the outcome of the day was, and were you able to serve the purpose that you intended to serve? There are going to be a few more pages, but I'm not going to give it all away in this podcast or just tell you about it. I want you to see it. I want you to discover as you go. And I want that as you start writing, you start learning what is it that you're enjoying about the journal. Now I'm giving it away for free. Otherwise, it's it's going to be a part of my book, but I'm going to give it away for free because I want you to enjoy it. I want you to start getting into the habit of journaling before I launch the whole thing. And I absolutely love you guys. So I want you to love yourself too. My one recommendation is going to be that it's going to be a PDF format because of the current situation. I can't be shipping workbooks out. My recommendation to you is going to be print it out and start writing in your own writing. When we think, when we put pen to paper, when we take out the time to write things down, it helps us organize our thoughts. And it's scientifically proven that when you see your own things in your own writing, you're able to visualize them, you're able to picturize them. So this journal is going to be structured in a way that you can print it out easily. And it, can, it it's going to be in a format where you can print it and it's going to have enough space for you to write things down. Picture you're in the morning, you're sitting and we're all at home right now because of COVID. You're in your own room. You pick your favorite spot in the house. You get a cup of coffee or you get like a hot cocoa. You get a warm comfortable comforter and you sit with your journal and you're able to give that one minute to yourself. Just one minute with your hot cocoa in the favorite spot at your house and you're able to write down your intention for the day. And that's how you start your morning instead of just getting right into the hustle. And at night, you pick the same spot or your bed 
I would not recommend your bed though because you'll get sleepy. <laughs> but your same spot, warm feeling, the same comforter, and maybe the hot chocolate isn't the best idea. Maybe a coffee isn't the best idea before the bed. So maybe a warm cup of chamomile tea, and you get to writing. What was your learning of the day? You're in the comfort of your home and you're in your favorite spot in the house with your blankie, your little blanket <laughs> or some hot cocoa and sipping on your hot coffee and you get to writing because your day is about to start in about two hours or one hour and you take a one minute just to have two sips of coffee and write down what your day is going to be about. Think about the feelings it's going to bring in. You're going to start thinking about, you start going to start feeling what the day is going to be like. And once you start visualizing it, you'll know exactly what you want to create out of that day. Visualization is one of the greatest benefits of journaling. So let me just describe you what visualization means. So when we put up thoughts on paper, when we physically write our, what we're thinking on paper, it helps us picturize our thoughts because it's interesting that sometimes we're thinking about so many things. There's so much happening in our brain that we don't really think about what would it really look like? Let's say today you don't want to work and this morning you decide that this day is going to be a relaxation day. So you write down in your journal, like, today's purpose is to serve my body, to serve my health, and to give myself a break because I've been working so hard and acknowledging yourself for all the work you've been putting in. Now, as you put that on paper, pick up that piece of paper and you look at it. When you read those beautiful words, when you see relaxation, when you see those words, it will trigger those thoughts in your mind. It will, tr it will trigger what relaxation looks like in your mind. And trust me, this works. When you think about relaxation just as a thought or just as a word, it sounds like just a word. It sounds empty. But when you see it on paper, you're able to visualize what would that actually look like in an activity. Is that sleeping? Is that talking to your friends? Is it watching Netflix? Or is it just eating? Anything that defines relaxation for you, you're able to attach an action to that intention once you put it on paper. The other thing that journaling does really well for us is it has been scientifically proven that it boosts our memory. Because when we write things down, we're able to remember things better. That is definitely true because we have so many thoughts in a single day. And there are only certain ones that we're able to capture. But when we capture them, we are we have like this goldfish memory. <laughs> we remember them for 15 seconds and then bam, again, we lose them. If you're having a tons of discoveries in a day, it's not like we're not smart. We do have tons of really good thoughts. It's just that they're never recorded. We forget about them. We have a discovery about ourselves and then we forget about it. But what journaling does is that you start putting them on paper and you start remembering them. And it will boost your memory eventually because it will kind of go into your subconscious mind that I'm going to be writing about this at the end of my day. So I better remember this thought. I better hold on to this thought. So that's how it boosts your memory. Like I said before, we human beings have tons and tons of thoughts in a day. It's hard to stay organized with them because sometimes you're thinking about your purpose of life or you're thinking about something deep or you're thinking about what tasks you're going to do when you get to school today, what assignments do you have to do, what classes do you have to go to when you get to university today. And you're walking by the park and you see this cute puppy. And now your attention has gone completely away from what you were going to do at university. Who were you going to meet? What was your intention for being at university that day? Or whatever you were planning. 
any thoughts that you're having are now gone and they're all directed your attention is all directed towards that single puppy because it's so damn cute and you're at a park you want to be kind to the puppy owner (laughs) so of course you're not going to remember what you were thinking about but if in the morning you would have written down what your intention was or written down or your to-do list for the day for university or even your plans for the day that puppy distracting you wouldn't have been such a big deal because you could have just gone back and looked at what your plans were. Now, this is a very small example, but you see what I mean by when it helps you organize your thoughts because there's so many things going on in our brain, but when we start writing them down, of course, you can't just draw jumbled up thoughts. You need to organize them when you write them down. So in our brain, it often feels like this black ball of um, cluttered threads or, I don't know, mixed up um, amalgated threads but when you actually write them down you can't be writing things in threads and in circles you have to write them in clear sentences and that's how it helps you organize your thoughts going back to you being in the comfort of your home and in the favorite place favorite spot of your house i was talking about why journaling is helping you or how is it helping you serve the purpose of relaxing today you start journaling and the one thing it does really well for us is it pushes us out of our good looking good mode. Our journal is that one source for us where we can completely truly be ourselves. Think about this. Oftentimes we have thoughts that we would rather not see out loud. And that's okay because it's hard to be purely ourselves with anyone or everyone around us. There's always a certain type of filter that we keep around people. And that's not just you. That's not just me. It's pretty much everyone because it's we all human beings have five personality types. One is how they are with their family. Another one is how they're with their friends. Third one is how they're with someone they're pursuing romantically. It could be a boyfriend, it could be a girlfriend, it could be someone you have a crush on, someone you're in love with, anything. One is how you want it to look like in front of someone you respect or someone whose respect you're trying to gain because they're your mentor or you want to be like them career-wise. And the fifth one is who you see yourself as, who you truly deeply are that only you know about. Now, this person is never able to come out because there's no one that we want to share this person with. And oftentimes that can lead to us feeling that we're misunderstood. No one understands us because no one really knows the true self of us. No one really knows our true insides. They're only thoughts that we have that we keep to ourselves that no one can know. So our journal, your journal will create that space for you where you can have that outlet where you can literally put your thoughts out and no one is judging you hopefully no one's reading a journal by the way put it in a space you can be open with it you can be yourself with it and you can put down anything without the fear of judgment without the fear of not being liked, without the fear of being too kind or being too nice or being too rude being too mean it's you you can be you with your journal and that's why a journal is called a man's best friend I think it's a book, but I'm just going to change it to a journal. I'm also going to warn you that sometimes not the best of the feelings come up when we journal because there are two things that happen. Either sometimes the problem is very small, but it is magnified in our heads. When you write it down on the paper, you're like, oh, that's what's bothering me. That's what's been bothering me. And that problem, bam, it goes out. It doesn't bother you anymore because you realize how small it was and it was just a stupid thought. The other thing that could happen is you start off with a little emotion or with a small feeling 
that was making you sad, as you start writing about it, it starts getting bigger and bigger and more starts to come out. Now, that's not bad because it's okay to feel sad and it's a, it's a great outlet to let all of those, emo- those emotions out that you think you can't express to anyone else because we can't hold so much in. That's why even if those are negative emotions, even if it ignites emotions that wouldn't have not been there, it's great because those emotions do exist within us, but we suppress them. Journaling allows you to kind of let those emotions out instead of holding them up in yourself and then bursting like a bubble one day. So it's a great place to prioritize, a great place to discover your likes and dislikes, like I said before. And it conditions the brain. It helps cultivate a growth mindset because we start looking forward to what we're going to be creating in the day. And there we go. That's on the importance of journaling and how I discovered it. Hey, hey. Thank you so much for listening into this episode. Like I said before, it's an extra special episode just because of you just because you have launched this podcast and that is super exciting because I've got a lot in store for you. These six episodes were just to give you a brief introduction of what we're going to be leading towards and what the end goal for us is, which is to find our uniqueness. But then I do understand there's a lot that kicks in before that. I know that social comparison and the comparison mindset has been embedded within us over thousands and thousands of years. And I do not expect you or me or to anyone to get rid of it and snap in a second. Nope, I know that's going to take time. We'll need to break it down second by second, minute by minute. We're going to break it down step by step. And we're going to take it slow and baby steps because it is something that's been embedded in us for since a lot of time. So the way this podcast is going to be structured is I'm going to have a season launching soon where in the next season, we're going to be talking about what is social comparison. So we break it down into mini steps. We understand it to its core so that before we get rid of it, we completely understand what are we exactly getting rid of. The second season or the second month is going to be about What does comparison look like in different aspects of our lives? We have only thought about it in one aspect, but there are thousands of things. It starts kicking in and we don't even know. We don't even know how it's kicking in and where it's bringing its, you know, colorful storm of emotions in. So I'm going to be talking about in Baby Step, in mini episodes about what does comparison look like in different aspects of our lives and how does it show up in different ways? After that, we're going to be talking about why social comparison exists or what are the roots of it. Where did it come from and how did we land up where we are? When we are through with understanding this mindset completely, we'll know exactly how to get rid of it because every time I share what, why, where, everything like that, I'm going to be telling you how to find your way around it, find your way to get rid of it and give you mini tactics, quick, actionable ways to completely switch what you're doing completely switch how you're looking at things and they're not going to be just mindset shifts they're going to be some actions that you have to do so i hope you're ready to do some work because we're going to get to it and we're going to get to getting rid of it and i know we can make it together but in baby steps and i'm not expecting to rush anyone here once we're done with understanding comparison once we're done getting rid of it that's when the real journey begins that's when it begins with how we discover ourselves and we get to our final destination, which is our unique selves. I hope you're ready for it. Now, for the gift, for what I just told you about, the journal that you're super excited about and you're still listening for about, I'm going to be posting a link in the description down below. 
And when you go there, you'll be able to find a journal. So I'm going to be putting it up only for about two to three weeks. And that's why you have to be quick to go on there and grab your copy of the journal because I want you to have it. And yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your time with me. You're super special. And we are here to unlock the uniqueness within you. I'm grateful that you decided to carve out this time for yourself. Hopefully what I shared with you today will help you get closer to the true you. If this episode did help you, then be sure to share it with someone else you know that might need it. That mission you and I share will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how to live intuitionally and how to discover our true unique selves, self-acceptance, self-discovery, and connecting with who we are.